0: Welcome to the Learn Stage Lighting Podcast. This is the show where newcomers and professionals alike come to learn more about stage lighting. And now your host, David Henry. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Learn Stage Lighting Podcast. I am the host, David Henry, and here is the place to learn about stage lighting, especially if you're new to lighting. But hey, even if you've been around lighting for a while, I know there's things you can learn. Now, we're starting our podcast here with going over the basics. And so today, we're going to be talking about where should I position my stage lights. And so this is sort of kind of a two-parter. Um, in, the next video, we're, in the next video, in the next podcast, we're going to talk about how to make a nice, even wash of light across your stage. But for this episode, we're going to talk about some other things in relation to where should I position my Stage lights. So, I'm really excited about this. Um, a few quick asks. I know this podcast is new and it's just starting. And so, hey, if you have checked out this podcast and you like it, if you hate it, if you think it's mediocre, let me know on iTunes. Let me know in Google Play or wherever you do get this podcast from. I know we're sending it to lots of places and so I want to make sure... Um, That when people go to those places, they see, hey, there's some people listening to this and this is what they think about it. So good or bad, just give me that honest rating and review. I'm always trying to improve, do better, create the best podcast that I can. And uh, your input and your feedback helps with that. And of course, the ratings and reviews help other people to find this show. Now, where do you position your lights? Okay, Because a lot of people come to me. And they may already have lights, or they may have just gone out and bought some lights based on either a retailer's sale flyer, maybe a sale they found on the internet, maybe somebody told them this is what they should buy, and then they come and they say, okay, well, I got all these lights, now where in the world do I put them, David? And so... The, the first thing we want to do when we talk about positioning our stage lights, and this applies to any type of lighting, okay, so this applies to band lighting, church lighting, DJ lighting, theater lighting, special event lighting, um, any type of lighting you're doing, you want to think about, okay, what is my end goal with this lighting, and, and the first thing you want to define, the first lights you want to place either in your mind, or out on some paper, in the field, however you're, you know, doing your planning, is what is my number one priority, okay? And so the reason we want to decide that is because, hey, that's what we want to put in first. You know, often I'm drawing out a light plot for a show, and the first thing that I always draw in is whatever is the most important. And a lot of the, the shows that I like these days are corporate events. And so the stage wash, the front light and the back light, to have a really great even wash is the most important, the most key part of that design. Now, say you're a DJ, perhaps, then lighting you is not the most important thing. In fact, you're while well, you're there to be seen, you're there to be noticed, you're there to bring the atmosphere... The room is actually more important than you, generally. Similarly, talking about a band, you know, washing the band is cool and important and everything. But most people, when they're going to see a band lighting show, yes, seeing the band members is important. But most of your lights are probably going to go to making the atmosphere around that band and instead of just lighting them perfectly. And so you really got to ask, okay, what are you trying to do? What's the most important thing here? Are you trying to light for a camera to make your video look awesome, or are you more concerned about how things look in the room with the people that are in the room during the event, whatever type of event this is? Do you need a full stage wash that somebody can walk across and and always be covered in, in perfect, nice, even light? Or do you just need some spots of lights for band members or some different theatrical scenes on the stage? And so, that's really the first thing. And when I think about lighting in general and in positioning stage lights, there's a few angles of light that I like to place everything in. Okay, so there's front light, and this is going to be the light that comes from in front of the people. And so it it reveals them to the people in the room. There's going to be backlight light. And backlight, when you have atmosphere, makes really awesome beams and effects. And even if you don't have atmosphere, it helps separate the people on stage from their backdrop. It also can add more color to your stage. You can get some great colored shadows and reflections across your instruments or stage sets, whatever you've got on your stage. Then we've got set lighting. And this is kind of um, this can be any sort of angle of light. So you can have, you know, your set, whatever that is, is that the room around you? Is that a purpose built theatrical set or a set in a church environment? Is this, you know, just whatever, you know, a black backdrop, um, you know, maybe a white curtain backdrop, whatever your set is you know, we've got to light that. And so we're going to light that from a variety of angles, but I kind of group it in its own angle because it's it's, import, it's that important. And then we've got side lighting, which, you know, is one of those angles of light that I love to use. It really can bring you a lot of form on stage, really can bring color in in a really cool way. But it's really not as essential as the prior three angles of light. And so that's why I like to teach front light backlight, set lighting, side lighting, because that's actually the exact order that we like to create them in. All right. And besides that, you know, you've got lighting around your room, dance floor lighting, etc. But these are the basics that we want to talk about. So when you're creating lighting and, and you're deciding, you know, you've got some lights, where do you put them? you really just need to go down your list of priorities and look at, okay, what's most important to me and and to this show, to this production that I'm lighting? And then, you know, go down that list and basically then allocate lights to each lighting position until you run out. (laughs) And it's, it's, you know, what we do here really isn't, um, it's not rocket surgery by any means. And so, you know, you, you just... It, it does take some time to learning, and we'll work through these things as we talk more in this podcast, but it, it really is as simple as just going in and saying, okay, you know, I want to get that front light right. Usually, that's the most important thing. Okay, how many lights do I need to do that? We're going to talk about that more in the next episode, um, episode four. And you know, then you move on, you say, okay, I've covered that adequately. Now let's go to the next thing, backlight. Okay. You know, what kind of show is this? Well, if it's a band lighting show, you may have most of your lights in the backlight. If it's church lighting, you may put most of your lights in your set lighting and have, you know, enough backlight to cover everything, but not much else. If it's a theatrical show, you're probably going to put most of your lights in set lighting, front lighting, and side lighting. Um, With front lighting, you know, maybe set lighting being the most lights, um, front lighting being the most important, and um, your side lighting, bringing in and adding that color on stage. If you're a DJ, you're probably going to spend most of your time putting lights out there on the dance floor and pointing them in the room. And, um, you know, because you're not typically on a standard stage per se, the uh, terms we use of like front light, back light, side lighting don't necessarily apply to you as well. And so, you know, that's really it. If you've got, you know, say you've got 10 LED PARs to light a show with and you go in with your 10, your 10 lights and you say, okay, you know, I first need to light front light. So you take some lights in and you figure out how much you need to light front light we're going to talk about that in the next episode then you say okay you know i've got four lights left where do i put them and then you decide okay what's the most important it in this case if you only have a few lights i'd probably advise you know using them to light whatever backdrop you have and just skipping backlight altogether but if you've got the resources to be able to do both backlight and set lighting i'd choose that and so as you can kind of see here as we're talking about this this can be quite subjective okay and one thing you'll hear me refer to a good bit in this podcast and in my other resources is that you know lighting is a cool mixture of art and science where you know there isn't a blanket answer for a lot of things and there aren't necessarily rules for a lot of things other than the fact that you need to stay safe and so This is where you can really have a lot of fun playing around, you know, researching and then experimenting with your own lighting to find out exactly what's right. And of course, as many of you guys know, if you are looking for a shortcut, if you're looking for some personalized advice uh, from me, you know, to go in depth with your lighting and figure these things out then you'll want to check out Learn Stage Lighting Labs, which is my membership community where I help people create amazing lighting and get that shortcut through videos and uh, one-on-one coaching to be able to find exactly what you need to do. Now, let's open our mailbag. The mailbag is where I answer some questions that come in through the contact form on learnstagelighting.com. That's LearnStageLighting.com slash contact. And we just go here. I literally read these for about the first time. I just copy and paste them into my show notes here. And uh, as I'm recording this podcast, you get to hear what I'm thinking as I reply to these people. So, Binal Pastor, um, he's in India, I believe, um, asks me, he says, Hey, I'm going to start a small lighting company. What type of lights should I buy for starting it? And what controller is good for Beginners And well, you know, um you know, you've asked some pretty vague questions here, but it's these are the kind of questions I get a lot here on Learn Stage Lighting. And so I want to go through my thought process with you and help you really figure out exactly what you need. And so, Benil, you know, just like in the podcast, um, the main section of our podcast today, where we talked about where do I put my lights, and we're going to talk about um, specific types of lights in a few podcasts as well. Then, then um, what you're gonna want to do is decide. Just like choosing where to put your lights, um, you want to decide. Okay, what is my primary focus? What market am I going after with my lighting? Okay, because you know there's a lot of companies out there, and you'll see this. You know, a lot of production companies, a lot of companies that do lighting do lighting for all kinds of events, and and that's great. But that's not how they generally started, okay, unless they're in a pretty rural area. Generally, when you start a lighting company, you're going after one specific market. You may be trying to do live music. You may be trying to do corporate shows. You may be trying to do church events. uh, You may be trying to do DJ events and, you know, EDM and stuff like that. And so um, it really depends on what you are trying to do. I'd probably recommend um, I'm gonna link to a post in the show notes on what lights should you buy. And so in this link that we're linking to in the show notes, um, and I'll email you back as well, um, I want to I want you to just go through, read that post, and begin to understand, okay, here's how I decide what lights are good and what lights are not. And then I'd probably start with some wash lights, you know, um, because, you know, that's really the first key on any stage is making sure you can see the people on the stage. And how do we do that? Well, with wash lights. And so I'm going to link to that below. And also you said what console, uh, what controller is good for beginners. And so I'm going to link to a post um, about what console should I buy as well. Uh, what's your first lighting console? I've written an article about that at learnstagelighting.com that really walks through um, finding the best console because there's so many options out there and you really have to figure out you know what you want to do first and then um, figure out exactly you know what you're going to need to do in the future and find a console that can meet both of those needs. Our second mailbag is from Turner. Um, Turner wrote in via email and said um, he's a senior in high school gearing up to start his own small company designing and running audio and visual for uh, weddings, party, dances, etc. But he knows nothing about lighting. All right. And so the good news is, Turner, OK, you've got some connections with a local uh, lighting retailer, or some sort of, uh, you know, production company or something. So you've got access to some LED fixtures and moving lights. If I were to create a design for 200 to 300 people, what would I recommend for the fixtures? Okay. So, Turner, I guess, you know, what you're probably asking for, and I'm kind of reading through the lines here, is um, you're asking for, okay, you know, in a typical wedding, uh, party, prom, etc., you know, these are great entry-level artists for somebody, you know, doing DJ work and stuff like that. You're asking, okay, you know... What lighting should I use? And so here's kind of what I've seen in that market and what, what you generally see, you know, at these types of events um, in order of importance. And so the first thing you want to do is get some up lights, okay, and get those around the room. Um, up uplights are the best way to take, you know, a boring venue like, you know, a regular, you know, hotel ballroom, maybe a, a school cafeteria, or some other type of, you know, gym multi-purpose space, and really make it look magical. Uplighting can do so much for a room because it allows you to get some ambient light in that room. Turn off, you know, that nasty overhead lighting, whatever it may be, and and be able to bring some color to the room. Um, you know, uplighting. It used to be that we always just set it to a single color and, and went set it and forget it. Now there's, you know, wireless DMX options as well that uh, really enable you to be able to change the color and shape the mood of the room through the night as things change. But, you know, if you're just starting, don't worry about that. Just um, set it and forget it to a color and you'll be good to go. Now, after that point, I would say you want to set the focus around the dance floor, right? So at a given party like this, you know, there's generally... The DJ, you know, on one side of the room. And then you kind of see, you know, rings around the DJ, per se, if you were looking at it from overhead. So the closest area to the DJ is where you want to have the bulk of your lighting. And this is where your dance floor is going to be, right? And so you want to go ahead and, uh, you know, probably right next to your DJ setup, have maybe some stands or some truss towers or something like that with some of those moving heads and LEDs on them. And use those guys, you know, to wash the dance floor, wash the ceiling, bounce around the room. But the focus is going to be on that area closest to the DJ booth, because that's where the people who are looking to dance, who are looking to, to really, you know, enjoy the music in that way are going to be, they're going to be closest, they're going to be on that dance floor. And then as you move out, you know, through the room till you get to the back of the room, You'll notice, you know, things start to taper off and then in the back of the room, you just got the people who, you know, want to drink the punch or, you know, whatever, or just hang out and talk. And and that's cool as well. You know, just have some up lights in that area. Don't put your focus of your lighting other than just some basic up there. And, you know, those people will be happy there. And so that would be my recommendation for you as to where to start um, just creating some basic lighting setups for these kind of events well folks that's about it for today's show i hope you enjoyed it as much as i enjoyed creating it for you um, once again show notes for this podcast are at learnstagelighting.com slash 003 i also would like to ask you to go ahead rate this podcast on itunes or wherever you get your podcasts that that really helps people to see it and helps people be able to um Share it and learn about lighting just as you have from this podcast. And last, my last quick ask for you is if you can think of anybody, you know, maybe somebody on Facebook or somebody in real life or wherever that could use this podcast that would enjoy it, please do share it with them so that they can subscribe and begin learning about lighting just as you have and take their lighting to the next level. And that's it for today's show. Thank you for listening to the Learn Stage Lighting Podcast. Be sure to visit us at learnstagelighting.com to see show notes, past episodes, and download a free guide on how to begin with lighting in your specific context. I'll see you guys on the site. Thanks.